0: Everybody, how are you? Welcome to the Teacher Five podcast. And you're thinking that voice? That's not Lewis. And you're right, it's not Lewis. Today, I'm doing the introduction. My name is Mickey, and I am joined by the one and only Lewis.
1: Yeah, Ooh. <laughs> So don't worry, don't worry, everybody. I am here. I am not in quarantine. I am not being self isolated. I'm okay. I don't have the virus, and I am fitter, healthier, and happier than ever.
0: You're fit as a fiddle.
1: Exactly. I'm fit as a fiddle. I actually am fit as a fiddle because it was only a month ago when I ran the marathon. So, I am still so fit. I am fit as a fiddle. Fantastic. And today... We're going to speak about a nice business topic. We're going to speak about something that a lot of you will be familiar with and a lot of you might have to do on a regular basis. That is networking. Networking, conferences, and making contacts with business associates. So, Mickey, what experience do you have
0: in going to networking events? Um, I've got quite a bit of experience, I would say, of going to networking events uh, for the last two, three years since we started Teachify. Uh, It was one of our main sources of brand awareness to start with and making contacts and letting people know that we exist and this service exists. Uh, So I've got quite a lot of experience and I quite enjoy networking, yeah.
1: Perfect. And what is it that you enjoy about networking?
0: Um, I enjoy, firstly... um, showcasing basically what Teachify is. I also enjoy meeting people and learning Spanish because it's a massive opportunity for me to practice my Spanish in a business environment. And above all is to, to practice small talk, which can sometimes be a bit challenging.
1: Okay, so um, small talk. Have you done any, I don't know, courses or... Have you practiced with a private teacher to go over this small talk and practice saying all of these useful expressions in Spanish?
0: I haven't, no, I haven't really practiced. It's just come from trial and error. It's basically from going to the events, making mistakes, uh, and then the next time improving on those mistakes. Uh, It's the same as learning any language, I think. You have to make mistakes to learn. Um, I mean, it's the reason why we have a rubber on the end of our pencil, Lewis. Oh,
1: wow. A very nice philosophical statement there. So remember, a rubber is an eraser in American English. Eraser! Exactly. Because we make mistakes and we learn from our mistakes. And in Mickey's case here, he has learned so much from his mistakes in trying to make small talk when going to networking events. Um, does that mean that when you go to networking events that you only speak about little unimportant things like the weather, your family, your interests, or do you focus on business?
0: Not always. It depends. I think small talk is a nice introduction uh, just to get the conversation flowing and get, you know, people get used to each other. Uh, And then you could talk about various other topics. I personally don't try to sell at the networking events. I use it as an opportunity to build a bit of rapport with potential clients in the future. Um, and it seems to work quite well. I think one of the tricks with small talk, or when you, even when you're a, as a teacher in a class, is being able to ask questions, mm-hmm. showing interest in your students, or showing interest in the person who you're talking to. Which is a quality that I think a lot of people sometimes lack. Okay. Um, they don't really, they're not really interested in getting to know the other person, and this is essential because the more information you have on somebody. Uh, the better service you would be able to offer them in the future, I think.
1: So in this case, do you find yourself asking a lot more questions than answering them?
0: I think it depends. You know, sometimes you meet a person uh, at an event and it clicks. Okay. Yeah, it clicks and automatically you you bond and you have a lot in common and you can talk and it's it's as if you have been friends uh, for years.
1: Exactly. Friends forever. Yeah.
0: Uh, And other times, it's the complete opposite. The conversations are very dry, sometimes a little bit awkward. You're finding it difficult to find a common ground. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's just a matter of working and a bit of persistency, but also knowing when the other person is just not interested in talking to you and to just saying bye-bye. Yeah,
1: so knowing when to give up and knowing when to move on and say, okay,
0: not give up, just, uh, you know, okay. move, move on.
1: Just moving on yeah. to bigger and better things. Yeah. So before we continue and before we move on, you used a couple of words that hmm are a bit complicated. One of them was awkward. Awkward. You said that the conversation can be a little bit awkward.
0: Yeah. What does it mean? Awkward is it's just, it's a bit, it's a very strange conversation. There's not really much context to it. Maybe you're feeling a bit uh, uncomfortable talking to this person so the conversation can be a little bit awkward
1: and on the other hand you said that sometimes you'll meet someone and you'll just bond it'll just click what does it mean to bond the verb to bond in this case
0: yeah to bond is just to enjoy each other's company and just really enjoy getting to know each other and and it's it it's not a big effort to to speak to somebody uh, and it's a two way it's a two way thing it's not just one person talking it's you know it's both directions
1: exactly give and take ask and answer and so on and uh, another question how do you find out about networking events how do you receive the news that there is going to be a networking event next week for example
0: yeah well there's there's lots of different sources to find out about networking events uh, on social media for example we are quite lucky because we form part of an association in the, in the Cartuja. So we have a lot of information about upcoming events, not just from the association, but also clients who form part of the association. So any of them that are interesting to us, uh, we can participate and attend, which is, is nice for us.
1: So um, tell me about the last networking event that you attended, the last networking event that you went to.
0: The last one we attended was to the solar plant uh, just outside Seville, uh, which was really good. We went with another teacher, Jonathan, and it was a very good uh, event for networking. But the one previous to that for us was actually very beneficial because we went to the docks in Seville. uh, And in the docks, we actually, I made contact with, uh, with a client from Grupo Active here in Seville. Um, and we ended up speaking about the English classes. They ended up wanting English classes, so we started teaching them here in Seville. And recently, last week, uh, from a recommendation, we've also started teaching them English in Madrid because they wanted to continue the same methodology. So this networking event in particular turns out to be very beneficial for us because it's enabled us to expand our service um, and you know prove that we're, we're, we're heading places.
1: Exactly. We're going in the right direction. Mm. We're going in the right direction. We're taking over Madrid. Let's hope so. Let's
0: Let's hope hope
1: so. (laughs) And um, so you said that you enjoy it. Uh, So do you feel confident when you go to networking events?
0: I think it depends. I think confidence is a huge factor uh, when you go to these events. Uh, But I also think it's important not to be too confident. You have to have a, a nice balance. And I think it's important to be able to read the other person because... The other person in front of you might be a bit, you know, a bit shy or they're not as confident. So you need to kind of get to the same same level, be be on the same level. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, how do you read their body language? Have you done any courses or have you watched any videos to learn about what I don't know what kind of image or what attitude or what emotion someone is portraying or someone is showing based on their body language?
0: I haven't done any courses, but I do use YouTube as uh, a source of content, online content, uh, and also TED Talks. TED Talks has some fascinating videos about body language uh, and intonation and the way that you speak, um, which is very interesting. So if you like that kind of thing, I'd recommend going on TED Talks because there's uh, a huge bank of material there.
1: Perfect. Perfect. Good. Sounds Very good. Very good. And
0: what about you, Lewis? Uh, how do you feel when you go to these types of conferences or social gatherings? Do you feel uneasy or? I do a little bit. Um, to be honest,
1: I can be confident at times. There are moments, for example, when I'm teaching a class or when I already know my students or I already know the people I'm working with when I am quite confident and I'm quite a positive person. I'm an optimist. So I always think that things are going to go well. But when I'm meeting a group of people for the first time or for the first time in a long time, and I have to stand up and uh, make a conversation with lots of people that I don't know or that I don't have a lot in common with, then sometimes I I panic a little bit and I get a little bit uneasy and awkward. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what to speak about and you know the weather yeah the weather there's only so much <laughs> you can speak about in particular in seville when in summer it's just hot and sunny all day every day for six months so i do feel a little bit awkward uncomfortable uneasy in these situations and you know that I'm a sweaty person. (laughs) So I sweat a lot when it's hot, but I also start sweating if I feel a little bit uncomfortable or if I don't know what to speak about.
0: Do you get clammy hands? I get
1: clammy hands. um, Maybe my forehead will start sweating or even my back. And then it's a vicious cycle that that will then lead me to uh, becoming even more nervous. So... I don't think I'm the best I at going to conferences or networking events.
0: I think I've reached, uh, I, I, I've been in a similar situation, as I'm sure as most of you listeners have, um, where, you, where you're, you're with somebody but the conversation isn't flowing. And I've reached a, a point now where I'm always going to try personally to to make somebody else feel comfortable and have a conversation and ask questions. But the moment I see that this person isn't very, being very reactive to this uh, or very receptive to it, then I don't bother. I don't waste my time uh, trying to to draw blood from a stone. I would Mm -hmm. rather talk to somebody else who is going to offer a decent conversation.
1: So therefore, for someone like myself who doesn't feel very comfortable going to these networking events, what advice could we give someone like that? One thing that I usually try to do is that I will try to uh, make sure I go with someone else and then it relieves the pressure a little bit. And if I can make a connection with someone early, then I start to calm down and I start to feel more confident when I introduce myself to other people. So I think the first 15 minutes, 20 minutes are crucial. They're very important because if you can meet someone and uh, make a connection with them and bond with them then all of the nerves will go away they'll disappear
0: yeah i think it's also uh, i think i agree with you i think it's very important the first 10-15 minutes is to make uh, a good impression uh let people know you're there but i also think i think a lot of people they they want to speak to everybody and sometimes they feel like they're having a conversation with one person but they're missing out on a conversation with another person so they're more focused on trying to get to know everybody. Whereas I think a good idea would be like, you know, once you found the person there that, you, you know, you've got a good vibe, you're feeling good, you're enjoying each other's company, then make the most of it. Okay. Um, try not to panic and think about you want to speak to everybody. You know, I think that's uh, something that happens quite often.
1: Yeah. Another thing that I would say um, is that if... You are quite present and quite active on social networks like LinkedIn. Pay attention to the pronunciation here. LinkedIn. 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 No. LinkedIn.
0: I don't know. If you're in Spain, though, I think if you're speaking to a Spanish person, you can say LinkedIn.
1: Only, only in these cases. But if you already know some contacts, some clients, some colleagues because of LinkedIn, then... You immediately feel more comfortable because you already know a little bit about them and it makes it easier for you to have a small talk with them and to ask them better questions so to finish um we've almost run out of time already but i mentioned linkedin and that we can use it in advance to prepare you for a a conference or a social event mickey do you use linkedin a lot
0: I do use LinkedIn I find LinkedIn probably the the best social media platform I don't have Instagram uh, I don't have Facebook I don't use uh, Snapchat I don't even know what other platforms there are but yeah LinkedIn is the only one I use and um, yeah I enjoy it I think it's a, I think it's a good source of content as well and it's interesting to see what other companies are doing and kind of you know Keeping your eye on the ball a little bit.
1: Okay, so you're staying focused. You're staying concentrated. So you enjoy LinkedIn, and uh, you said Facebook, Twitter, Instagram,
0: no? Well, I, well, I have an account, but I, it's, it's 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 not active. It's uh, it's an account purely just for work. But I don't ever I don't ever log in or use those social media platforms.
1: Yeah, in my case. Um I have all of the accounts to all social media, but very few of them are active. That I will log on to my account for Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, pretty much every day. But I will only post something maybe once a week or Mm. once a month. So most of the time, I'm just browsing, spying, spying, (laughs) having a look what other people are doing. Mainly because when I feel bored, I grab my phone and I have a look on these social networks.
0: I hate this. It's so annoying, isn't it? Even when you're watching a film nowadays, we have this tendency to just pick up our phone for no reason. It's annoying.
1: Yeah, I think uh, our attention span is getting uh, shorter and shorter. So we can't focus on one thing for an extended amount of time. Mm. So we're always grabbing our phone, which is something that we should probably be careful of in the future.
0: Yeah.
1: Let's end there, talking about our addiction to social media. As we speak, Mickey is grabbing his phone. <laughs> I actually am. He, he can't get enough of it. He's addicted. He can't <laughs> help himself. He can't control himself. <laughs> anyway, I hope you enjoyed it, and we will see you soon.
0: See you later. Bye.